Is there anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. I hope you can hear me. Is there anyone home? How are you doing? It's Friday, November 16th, 2018. I'm your host, Patrick. You are tuned into a podcast that I like to call We Live on a Planet. What would you do get a hold of uh, Roger Waters or Nick Mason this morning? You did not. Oh, David Gilmore then. No. Oh, boy. Uh, I know it wasn't Richard Reuter, Sid Barrett, because they're both sadly passed. Okay. Well, well, this is episode 289. Hopefully we have episode 290 and the lawyers don't come knocking on the door. Nobody's listening anyways, except for you, and I trust you, so we'll keep it to ourselves. I was wondering, um, I've done the show different ways. I've done it where I come out and I take a break and we do this and we take another break. And sometimes I like to just come out and go and talk to you. And I'd like to do that this morning as long as that's okay with you. If you like the show a different way or just have some suggestions, if you like when I break it up, just let me know. A lot of times when I take those little breaks, I feel like I stop my uh, thought process. And then I overanalyze too much of what I want to think. And I just want to talk to a friend like I am right now. And if I was talking to you on the street, I wouldn't be taking breaks and pausing and everything like everything like that. So I just kind of want to talk to you. I hope that's cool with you. I have a, a quote that I want to share with you. This one's, oh, did I, I didn't even tell you. Let me, let me tell you real quick. It's 28 degrees here and it's only, uh, feels like 23. We got dumped on. Went to bed last night with green grass. Woke up this morning with just about a foot of snow here in the city of Oswego. I didn't have a chance to take care of my picnic table and my grill and my fire pit. I usually put that on my back porch to keep it out of the snow. And Mother Nature came a little earlier this year, so I I didn't get that done. That kind of bummed me out. It's all covered with snow. I did get my porch wrapped, however, every year. It's one of those, like... uh, lean-to type porches where it doesn't have walls on it and so my lawnmower snow or not snow blur (laughs) lawnmower uh barbecue grill lawn chairs all that kind of stuff gets put up on there and then i usually wrap it wrap the back porch with blue tarp like that blue plastic which i hate doing because it looks so trashy i can never get it really taut and tight and so the wind always catches and it makes all kinds of noise and it's crappy and i just don't like it but i it helps keep the snow off everything. So this year I say to my wife, I was like, there's got to be a different way for me to do this. I've got to start thinking of a different solution, a different different way. And I came up with one. I decided saran wrap. Yeah, saran wrap. I don't know why it made me think of that. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the dollar store, get like 20 things of saran wrap and just wrap my porch with it. Well, I didn't need 20, and I ended up going to Walmart because I had stuff to do at Walmart anyways, and I was able to get rolls cheap there. And I I think I, I only ended up buying, well, I bought three rolls at Walmart at 200 feet, and then I ended up needing a little bit more, so I went to uh, the dollar store and got a couple more. So maybe 900 feet total wrapped my back porch, and, and it's see-through. So it was perfect. It was a great idea. That was my little innovation and my aha moment. Speaking of innovation, this is what Grace Hopper said. No innovation or standard should be rejected as too costly without careful evaluation of the cost of not doing it. How true. We have so much regret a lot of times of 
not doing something. So if you're kind of wondering about if you should do, you know, if you've got something going on, just do it. Just do it. Tell them, Shy. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Yeah. Don't let your dreams be dreams. That's right. You got to falcon punch the world. I haven't, we haven't. Falcon Punch. We haven't done that in a long time. It is maybe a hundred episodes ago that we Falcon Punched the world right in the throat. So do that today. Throat punch the world if you have to. All right. Let's uh, head on over to Google. Let's see what happened. Or not what happened. We're not at the History Channel. I'm going to type in I'm feeling curious. Are you curious this morning? I'm curious. I love trivia. There is a trivia app out there called HQ Trivia that you can find on the App Store. And it's a live trivia game with real money payout. Tonight's prize is like five grand. Nine Eastern Standard Time goes it goes live. A uh, PM, excuse me. So you have to be on there right at nine or a little bit before nine to be in the game. And then there's over a hundred thousand some odd people that play. If you get all the answers right, you get to split that winning. If you get one answer wrong, you're out. You're totally out. But the other night, uh, the prize was like $25,000. And the winners, I think they're, I, I can't remember how many, 68 people or something won, or maybe a little bit more. But their payout was like 368 bucks for being on your phone and playing around on it anyways. You might as well, if you're good at trivia, and if you like that kind of stuff, check out HQ Trivia on the App Store and see if you can win some money. I know I'm going to try to win some tonight. I I was, that the other night when it was the 368 some odd dollar payout, I was so close. I got one question wrong, and once you get one wrong, you're done. So who knows if this little fact will be in some kind of trivia for you someone one day, and uh, you'll be able to win some money. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> This is what Google had to say for when I said, I'm feeling curious. Who has stayed awake the longest? Well, we know Rip Van Winkle was the one that slept the longest. Who stayed awake the longest? This fella is the name of Randy Gardner. He's the holder of a scientifically documented record for the longest period a human has intentionally gone without sleep, not using stimulants of any kind. It was in 1964. Gardner, a 17-year-old high school student in San Diego, California, stayed awake for, wait till you hear this, 264.4 hours. That's 11 days and 24 minutes. Can you imagine staying awake that long? I've stayed awake maybe two days or two, two and a half or whatever and sleep deprivation. Holy cow, that's a cheap drug. That will make you... That's a very, very strange feeling, sleep deprivation. If anybody's out there suffering from insomnia, I'm sorry about that because that would be a bitch. I kind of have it a little bit. I'm up early this morning just because I put my head on the pillow at night. and Just like you, just all of us, we get those racing thoughts. Sometimes they just race a little bit more. So I ended up getting up this morning and decided to come talk to you. After I'm done talking to you, i got to suit up and go out and shovel we got a lot of snow and there's no moving here in the city unless I get that out because I'm not getting out of the driveway. Got a brand new car too not that long ago. I hate having to drive my brand new car in this stuff but what else am I going to do? We have so much salt on the roads here 
in upstate New York. It's not even funny. And we got a black car, so it will be kind of that white today from all the salt. All right, what else would I did I want to do? Oh, hey, let's um, we'll go live. I'm I'm live with you right now. We're just heading on over to the History Channel's website. So bear with me while this comes in. I played a little Pink Floyd at the beginning of this. Pink Floyd is like one of my comfort bands. Do you have a comfort band? I have. I think if I was on a deserted island, I would want probably Pink Floyd and then Jim Croce. I love Jim Croce. I, I don't know. I just grew up listening to him and I still love him. All right. Here we go. And it was tragic about him too. I am on the History Channel's website. There's all kinds of stuff. I just want to share... This one thing, or there's two things that are jumping off the page that I thought were kind of interesting. On this date, November 16th, 1901, a spare, low-slung car called the Torpedo Racer, it was basically a square platform on bicycle wheels, breaks the world record for electric cars in Coney Island, New York. 1901, We, you know, they had electric cars. They were some of the very first vehicles anyways were electric. And we're finally starting to realize that that's the way to go. So let me, I just opened it up and I wanted to find out how fast it went. The car builder and the pilot, an engineer named Andrew Riker, managed to coax his machine one mile down the straight dirt track in just 63 seconds. They say that's about 57 miles per hour. By contrast, the world speed record for electric vehicle today Wait till you hear this. 245 miles per hour. Yeah, but in 1901, 57 miles per hour? He was cooking. That's fast. All right, let me head back out. And there was one more thing on the History Channel's website that I thought I would want to share with you. Thanks for bearing with me while we're doing this live. Okay, 2001 on this day, first Harry Potter film opens. Yeah, it was that long ago. It's 2018. Harry Potter's first film, 2001. I probably have seen one Harry Potter movie and just bits and parts of the other. I don't, I like it, but for some reason it never grabbed me. It never just was like, ah. Now, when we were in Universal Studios, however, that was fun. When my family and I went there, that was fun checking out the wizardly, wizardly world of Harry Potter. It was pretty nifty. I, I enjoyed that. All right, so we've got we've learned a couple things today. We've found out who stayed awake the longest. Got a nice quote from Grace Hopper. Headed on over to the History Channel's website. Nice and neat. Oh, hey. We could, uh, before I take phone calls, because I got some phone calls. Uh, my past episode, I think it was 287, I asked you guys, if you remembered your first car and your first car radio. And so these phone calls that we're going to get to today are talking just about that. But before we do, I wanted to bring back just a, a little memory of uh, Pink Floyd. The very first time I heard them, I, we were on our way, my family and I were on our way to a place called Assateague Island in Maryland, Virginia border. It's like a 37-mile-long barrier island wild horses on the island and we would go there and go clamming in the bay and on our way there though 
I was riding in the back of our truck camper and with my older cousins. And this was back in the day of boom boxes and cassettes. My cousin had the wall playing. And I remember the lyrics, the song Mother came on. And it was, Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? And I'm like, oh, this song's pretty. And then there was a lyric, Mother, do you think they'll try and break my balls? And I was like, holy shit, he just said balls? I hadn't heard music like that. You know, it's not on a radio. You don't hear that. And there was no internet, so you're not having that all shoved in your face. And I remember just going, holy cow. But I also remember about that trip. My older cousins were smoking weed, and I wasn't smoking weed at the time. Maybe it was 83. Shortly after that, I started experimenting drugs and alcohol. But I remember bitching to my one cousin, you can't smoke weed, I've got asthma. I've got asthma, and here it is years later. Well, right shortly after that, I started smoking, even though I, I am an asthmatic, and that makes no sense whatsoever. None. None. That's like having peanut allergies and eating peanuts. Why would you do that? I have no idea. Smoking is one of the worst habits I've ever picked up, and one of the hardest. I'm still in between smoking and not smoking. and I'm sober now for three years of alcohol, but cigarettes man they're hard to put down i the longest i quit was a year and a half and i started again and it's just a terrible disgusting dirty habit that i i do not like and i i will beat it though i just have to put my mind to it it's just like anything else you have to just really want it and i wanted sobriety more than i wanted quit smoking must be because i'm still sober and it feels great if you're struggling out there there's help. Find it. Don't struggle. Life is a lot better than what you're going to find in a bottle. That's for sure. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to those phone calls. All right. Thanks for sticking around. Sir Patrick, holy cheese, my friend. That was freaking awesome. I had no idea about vanilla beans and where they came from. I never even was curious enough to look it up, actually. Shame on me. That is super crazy. I am super excited to go see what the orchid looks like now. Thanks, man. You made me super curious. Well done. (laughs) Anyways, congratulations on your upswing. Tell your wife, thank you so much. I appreciate everything she does for you. And wow, it's good to have you back, my friend. We love you, and thank you for being here. We'll talk soon. I got to chime in about Willie Nelson. Did you know he has his own strains of marijuana? He does. It's called Willie's Choice or something like that. Willie's Reserve. Willie's Choice Reserve, something like that. (laughs) Willie's Reserve. Anyways, um, he was playing at a, a gala down here. I was working an event for a really really great company and they cut me just before Willie Nelson went on stage and I was so excited because I was able to peek through the curtains and watch Willie Nelson and I was I was above myself I had to do like this whole cloak and dagger thing because I was supposed to leave the event when my when we got cut from our shift and I was like hell no I'm staying here and watching Willie Nelson so I did this whole oops someone's coming I have to run around this part of the stage and look through this curtain and (laughs) it was fun oh my god I never had so much fun at a concert by myself ever another fun fact 
when I had that car, I was only 15 years old. I didn't even have a learner's permit. <laughs> I did go get one when I was 14, but my purse got stolen and my permit was in it. So I never went back and got another one. And I ended up driving around from 1985, 1984, till 1994, 10 years without a driver's license or a learner's permit. And what's funny about that is once I got my driver's license, I was like, oh, freaking hell, they know who I am. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was worried about getting pulled over. <laughs> Every time I'd see a cop, I'm like, oh, my God, they've got my name and number. They're going to get me. <laughs> I was 15. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought I would share. Love you, love you show. Keep it up, my friend. Peace out. Oh, and no, I never hit a pony keg because I was too young to get one. But anyways, I'll talk to you later. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, Tammy. That is Tammy from Awesome Sauce Radio. Go find Awesome Sauce Radio anywhere podcasts can be found. Dear friends of mine is what I feel like Desert Fox and Foxy Lady are. Her counterpart, Desert Fox, has a podcast called Cannabis Conundrum. It was great to hear from you, Tammy. I'm glad uh, you got a little bit of value out of the show, and now you know where vanilla beans come from and the vanilla orchids. I believe it was episode 287 we talked about that. And then you were talking about this Willie Nelson concert and then the strain, Willie Nelson's strain of weed. <laughs> Good old Willie. Willie Nelson reminds me of my father. He, he loved Willie Nelson. He still does love Willie Nelson. And then you drove for 10 years with no license, huh? You rebel. What a rebel. I started driving at a pretty young age, too, living out in the country. My older sister had a Firebird, and I remember driving that when I shouldn't have been. Well, she allowed me to, but I wasn't allowed to be driving out on the road with it. Groovy. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, thank you so much for calling Thank you for the support that you give me on the show and the moral support you give me as well. And I'll, I'll give my best to my wife. Looks like we have another phone call. We'll take it when we come right back. Thanks again, Tammy. My first radio was an Alpine system or CD player. And that was pretty dope when you had your own car and you put your own installation in your own ride and you had the speakers in the back because when I grew up it was about the speakers it was about the wheels it was about showmanship cars looking decked out that's when Fast and the Furious took off that's when I was really ready to drive you know it was like oh snap I'm about to hit 80 on this Honda Civic scared let me go and eat that truck right there and I had a Chrysler Concorde. That was my first car I ever had. $1,500 down payment with my own money. And I bought that car, and it lasted about maybe four states. And after that, it died on me. You know, put $1,000 back in the transmission, maybe about five, ten miles down the road. It shut down, man. That was my baby. Thank you, Mr. No Show. Go check out Mr. No Show. Anywhere podcasts can be found. No show is K-N-O-S-H-O. Mr. No Show. Thank you. So your first vehicle was a Chrysler Concorde. I know those cars. Yeah, they had like that round, kind of the round front end. That was a nice car. 1500 bucks down. Not too bad. It lasted four states. 
too bad you had to dump in another thousand and then it died on you. But you know, I, I know what you mean by that showmanship and the doing it all yourself. My That first new car I had that I was talking about uh, didn't even have a radio in it. And so I put all my own stuff into it and not too long after rolled that car like three times. But my very first car that all had up that setup, just like what you're saying, had the speakers that was awesome. The Alpine, that was definitely a nice system. I had Jensen and a graphic equalizer and everything like that. So no doubt, no doubt. Thank you, Mr. No Show, for sharing a little bit about your memory and your Chrysler Concord and for calling into the show. I do appreciate it. I appreciate the support. Thanks for giving me a buzz. All right. Uh, I think that wraps up the show. I think that was a pretty good show. Perfect timing. The heat just came on here in this studio, so you're not going to have to hear that white noise for, throughout the whole show. Can you hear that difference when it came on? Click time. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Please give me a buzz to the show. I look forward to talking to you guys. I got a couple people in the wings that want to record with me, and I look forward to getting a hold of them. So give me a buzz. I'd love to hear from you. Take care. Have a great day. Do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental. Thanks for your time. Peace, my friends.